0: It's time for episode 505 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast where we may be running out of time. My name is Dan Moore, and I'm joined across the internet by my good friend, my pal, the one and only Micah Sargent, my dungeon buddy, because we play Dungeon Dragons on the internet together. I just had to get that in. I did today, Micah.
1: (laughs) Hello. Um, At first, when I read this, I thought, oh, this is scary. Maybe running out of time. And then whenever you said it, I realized that there was the the Dan pun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's all in the delivery. Can't get
0: away without it. Uh, This is of course the show where we talk four tech topics with two fantastic guests to my left this week It is a developer, the co-host of the Biff podcast and an occasional guest host on The Rebound It is
2: Guy English, welcome back to the show Guy I barely remember my first appearance, so uh, let's make them never forget the name guy english <laughs>
1: <laughs> another name we can never forget to my left it's podcaster developer and hedger in chief it's casey liss hi casey hello how is everybody oh, peachy keen just doing great let us peachy keen. That's a- <laughs> love that
0: let <laughs> us get this underway i'm gonna kick things off with my first topic i want to know what's your current device charging setup do you use cables do you do all wireless charging magsafe do you have Apple adapters, other adapters, batteries? Uh, let me have it. I want
2: to know the whole story. Guy, tell me about your charging setup. More chaotic than I would like to admit is basically my my charging system. I favor I've got like maybe one lightning cable and one USB-A to lightning cable that I keep in my uh my purse, like my little laptop bag. Uh and the rest is all USB-C cables because that charges most of my stuff and most of the things that don't require USB-C, uh, I can just charge at the nightstand because they, they don't typically require charging during the day. Uh, but the exception of if, ever if on a plane, in which case I use one of the uh, the lightning cables to plug into the – I know some security often is going to tell me not to do that, but I, I plug it into the the airline seat if I can.
1: I also use a nightstand dealie, uh that charges all three of my devices. I'm trying to remember who makes it. Ah, oh, there it is. It's the Belkin Boost Up Charge Pro. And also, <laughs> I was annoyed by the little LED on it, so I uh, got these little stickers called light dims um, that are basically just somebody making a bunch of money off of people with a brilliant idea, which, you know, that's how it works. Uh, They're these little stickers that you can get some that let a little bit of light through or let no light through, and you stick them on LEDs, and they're wonderful, and it's made that nightstand charger all the better. Um, Outside of that, I have cables on cables on cables that I will use at various times. But yeah, for the most part, my stuff just charges at night when I place it on my nightstand uh, by thwocking everything to the charger. Um, I've got more types of battery packs and chargers than I could probably ever need. But every time I have that moment of thought of, I don't really need these. That's whenever I go into defensive mode and go, no, I need them all. And then somehow <laughs> like three more arrive in the mail. So I, I have a problem. Thank you, Dan, for making you're me awesome. expose it. Casey, <laughs> it's your turn.
3: Uh, so I also have similar problems. Uh, no, I am a big proponent of the travel stuff lives in a go bag, as I like to call it, and you never touch it anytime except when you're traveling. And so for travel, I have the Mophie three-in-one travel charger with MagSafe, which is Hilariously expensive at $150. Although uh, after I spent $150 on mine, a lot of people wrote to say that Zag.com, Z-A-G-G, you can oftentimes find ways to get like 20, 30, 40% off an item. So check that out if you're interested. But anyway, it's uh it's actually very nice. It has a little spot for your AirPods to charge using Qi. It has a MagSafe connector or you know, MagSafe uh puck in the center and then a, a an apple watch charger on the right hand side and that works really well and i use that when i travel when i'm at home i have an old version of studio needs material dock and uh i've been meaning to update it to get a chi enabled one uh so instead i'm using like the the apple watch charger from the old material dock and a just garbage chi charger sitting next to it like an animal and what i really need to do is uh I need to get one of these fancy new ones that that Studio Neat has, but yeah, it's basically just chi charging all the time, uh, and and I very rarely plug it plug in for any reasons other than development.
0: I actually also have the Studio Neat Material Dock. I have the new one that accommodates the MagSafe puck, and I say it's fantastic. I love it. I don't charge my AirPods on it because I don't keep my AirPods in my bedroom. I usually charge those in my office. Uh, my lamp has a Qi charger on it, so I just put it nice. on there, uh, which is convenient. Um, like Casey, I have a Go Bag with all my charging stuff. I'm just in the process of replacing some stuff in there because I'm trying to move more to USB-C. I had an old Anchor. Um, power brick that had four USB A ports. And I realized mm-hmm. the other day I have a USB C watch charger and a USB and more USB C lightning cables now than USB A lightning cables, uh, mainly because I think my wife steals all the USB A ones. Um, and so I'm like, oh, I can switch <laughs> to all USB C. So I'm in the process of doing that. Bought a new little anchor charger for that. Um, and it can even charge, it's like tiny and it can charge either my laptop or my iPad too, which is kind of bananas. Um, so yeah, so that's all going to live in the go bag. And then I've got the material dock um, by my bedside, which I love. Um, it doesn't have any bl- lights on it, which is one of the reasons I love it. <laughs> um, and it props the, the watch in nightstand mode. And the MagSafe is so much better. My the uh, my wife has the old one I had, which is the, has the Qi charger on it. And the problem I always had with it, and no through no fault of theirs, is the phones get jostled uh, and they lose the contacts, etc and so they just my wife runs into problems a lot where she her phone doesn't charge overnight because it got knocked out of place um so yeah the magsafe puck with that satisfying click just makes it all worth it but thank you all for your input
2: on that let's go to our second topic which comes from guy I like Windows. Windows are fun. (laughs) Um, I'm like a long-time ex-per-se fan. Uh, I I have a trackpad next to my computer or just even the trackpad on on a laptop so I can spread your fingers, you get the desktop, you swipe up, you can switch between windows, swipe down to get just the application windows. I can't even tell you off the top of my head what the motions of the gestures are. I just do them because it feels natural. Stage manager came out and I do not understand it at all. Uh... And I'm kind of curious about how you guys manage your Windows. I On a laptop, on a smaller laptop, I take Xcode and I make it full screen because I think that's kind of really the only way you can do it these days. I know some of you guys have like a Windows background. So I'm curious about how it is you deal with the Macs and stage manager specifically.
1: Yeah, I don't. No stage manager. Uh, no, thanks. It also is very confusing, uh, perplexing as a, a means of managing windows and spaces for me. In fact, I am mostly just a bring some windows up on the screen, resize them how I want them. And that's how things are right now. I've got a zoom window and one monitor up at the top and all stretched out and uh, my main browser window and other stuff on my uh, main desktop. And uh, I am not even really a big expose or swipey kind of person. Most of the time when I'm messing around with Windows, I just like to click and drag to resize them. However, I barely recognize myself in the last month or two because for some reason, I have started to use uh, spaces more than I ever have before. And also Mm -hmm. split screen mode more than I ever have before. It started because, yeah, I know. Right. My it's because of my MacBook, my M2 MacBook air, I would curse right now. I love that thing so much. I think it's a great, uh, machine. And so I use it a lot, but of course the screen is not huge. And oftentimes I will have a space that has two applications that I need to have running at the same time. And so the left side of the screen has the one app, the right side of the screen has the other. And then I three finger swipe back to my main desktop that has my normal window setup going on. And I've started to now do that on my Mac studio as well, which is odd for me because it's just not how I have done things in the past. So, who knows if somebody asks me this question a month from now, I might say stage manager is my best friend, because apparently I have uh, an opportunity to change window management habits in my brain. I, I didn't expect it. Uh, Casey, <laughs> tell us about your management.
3: Um, I would use expletives to describe stage manager because I do not care for it. Yeah. Uh, it is not clicked for me at all. And, and uh, all joking aside, like it, it, I'm not saying it's actually bad, but it just doesn't work with the way my brain works. Uh, I am a big proponent of spaces, huge into spaces. I cannot use a Mac without having spaces enabled. I know that's not a popular opinion, except apparently with Micah, but um, <laughs> I, I, am, I am useless without spaces. And I also am a strong proponent of split screen in certain circumstances. So uh, regardless of, whether I'm at my desktop with my physical monitors or from on my laptop, one space will always be like two-thirds Slack and one-third messages, and that's my, you know, real-time communication space. Uh, And then other spaces are done, uh, you know, usually without split screen and usually by kind of thing. So there's the Xcode space, and I, like Guy, will use Xcode full screen on the the 13-inch, or 14, excuse me, inch MacBook Pro screen. But otherwise, I'll typically use it where Xcode is taking up the majority of the screen. And then there's a little simulator window on the side. Uh, but yes, in, in short spaces, spaces, everywhere, spaces, spaces. I don't care. I need <laughs> to want them.
0: This is officially a Spaces podcast now because I, too, am a Spaces (laughs) user. Yeah. yeah. And my only frustration with them is that Apple has forgotten they existed and that you can't... They're like, shortcuts don't tell you Spaces. Like, you can't do anything with shortcuts and Spaces. I would love to be able to, like, more easily save, like, space groups and stuff because I tend to be more of an ad hoc space user, like, when I'm doing a specific thing, like recording this show, for example. I create a space that's got my Safari window with our spreadsheet and the Discord live chat and the Zoom and the audio hijack, right? Things that are on on this task. Um, and then when I'm done with the show, I can get rid of that space and all that stuff goes back to where it was. But I, I would love to have the ability to automate that a little bit more. Um, but I lo- I really like being able to separate it off by task. Um, stage manager, I'm with you guys. I don't know if Attach it's... Attach <laughs> focus to a space. There's a, there's you a can do idea. that, there's but a, like it gets weird. Like sometimes I, I want to have different spaces. Oh, you can? Well, you can, you can attach like an app to a space by saying have it open in a space, but yeah, it would be nice. Oh, okay, if you... but like not a focus oh, mode. A focus mode yeah. Yeah. No, be no, great. that would be... clockwise yeah. focus mode. There you and go. It pulls up. All right, yeah, Apple. You're <laughs> yeah, listening. You're, you're listening. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, i maybe it's just because of being a long time Mac user, but I don't, I don't use Stage Manager. I haven't got into it at all. I've used it a little bit on more on the iPad side just because. Otherwise, there isn't much of a windowing option. Uh, yeah. So it's that or nothing, right? Um, I occasionally use full screen mode. Uh, I should use it more when I'm writing so I don't get distracted by all the stuff popping up in my dock. But I don't, and I'm bad about that. And I occasionally use split screen mode. Not very often, but uh, it ends up coming a lot uh, when we play. Uh, uh, I have a d and game that my wife and I play in, and we use uh, use my uh, MacBook AirPlayed to our Apple TV. And then I can put up our Zoom window and our browser game window on the Apple TV and split screen. And that works really well. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of great features in there. Um, I do wish the iPad had a little better uh, windowing. I'm also a guy like you. I'm a big expose user. I love expose. I never mm-hmm. looked back after the trackpad. So um, I think there is a, 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 a surfeit of great windowing options. I just wish... Apple would stop trying to create new windowing options and give a little bit more power to the ones that already (laughs) exist. Uh, Guy, any last thoughts to wrap us up?
2: Uh, No, I think that sums it up pretty well. Uh, I do like, uh, honestly, spaces are kind of the way to go. Uh, Especially when I was working with hardware, I would have a terminal window open, just full space, full screen. That was awesome. Uh, You were very obviously telnet it into the device (laughs) didn't look like a mac it looked like an old school computer which was fun so that was that was cool yeah spaces are great
0: all right that's two topics down two topics ago which of course means it's halftime here at clockwise and i tell you about this week's sponsor turn over to micah
1: yes because this episode of clockwise is brought to you by the awesome sofa when you hear about a great new tv show maybe a book a podcast what do you do? Do you kind of take out a notepad, you scribble it down, maybe you add it to your to-do app? Whatever you happen to use to, to try to remember that thing, that TV show, that book, that podcast, you likely forget about it and instead feel stuck not knowing what you want to watch, what you want to listen to, or whatever it is you want to play next. Well, next time you hear a great new recommendation, throw it in Sofa. See, with the Sofa app, you can create lists of almost anything lists of podcasts, apps, books, board games, movies, TV shows, music albums, and video games, and then use these lists to decide your next book to read, movie to watch, video game to play. Sofa's design is inspired by some of the best productivity apps, but it's focused on helping you to be more intentional with your downtime. And here's kind of the mindset. You really don't want to keep track of this stuff in your regular to-do manager because this is your downtime. This is supposed to be the time away from that. When you're trying to unwind, you don't want to have those reminders of the tasks that you're supposed to be completing because then you get that guilt and you're not able to really dive in to Dan's latest book. It's frustrating. I just want to, I just want to read it. So use Sofa. Get a dedicated place for organizing your downtime. With Sofa, you can create unlimited lists, sync your data with iCloud, track your activity, and more, all completely free. If you're looking for more power, we'll upgrade to Super Sofa, That'll help you customize lists with cover images and descriptions, add sticky notes to items, personalize the look and feel with more than 100 themes and a whole lot more. I've talked about Sofa on my podcast iOS today because Sofa is great for exactly what you're thinking. It is this sort of, you're, you're so used to using to do managers or going into that notebook and writing things down. So the context feels familiar. But it is its own sort of holy space. And it's the same way. You're not supposed to be doing work in bed. You're not supposed to be doing these other uh, tasks in bed because that's the time where you're supposed to let your brain relax. The same applies here. Sofa is great at being that place where you can have that long list of stuff that you want to get to and not have it in between the feed the dog, wash the car, uh, do the dishes, all that stuff that can kind of be a distraction. I think it is wonderful. It's why uh, we've recommended it in the past. So, Sofa is available for iPhone for iPad and for Apple Silicon Max. Clockwise listeners, you listening right now can get a special 45 percent off an annual subscription to Supersofa for the first year by heading over to sofahq.com/clockwise that's sofahq.com/clockwise to get 45 percent off an annual subscription to Supersofa. Our thanks to Sofa for their support of Clockwise and relay FM. All right, we are back from the break, and that means it's time for my topic. Uh, I have a simple question for you. How do you check the weather? Casey, we'll start with you.
3: Ride or die, Carrot Weather, baby. It's Carrot Weather or nothing as far as I'm concerned. I, I love this app. Uh, it infuriates me that this app is written by a single human being because it is impossibly good and it gets better all the time. Um, I think to some degree you have to have the right kind of brain for it. Um, I definitely do, for sure. And if you're not familiar with Carrot Weather, it's it's a genuinely great weather app, just full stop. But beyond that, you can it has like a little text snippet at the, at the top of the screen or by default it does. And, Usually, it's something like kind of funny and oftentimes snarky, and you can actually adjust the personality of that text. And I'm trying to stall for time while while I look up what that is off uh, <laughs> as as we're recording here. But suffice to say, you can crank the personality from um, a pr- professional to overkill. You can decide what kind of politics you want, whether or not profanity is allowed, and it's just it's it's delightful. And I don't know the, the, the what is it Brian Mueller I believe is is the author of the app he may as well be a stand-up comic because the the stuff he puts in these little blurbs is is hilarious so yeah he's impossibly talented and i hate him because i'm very jealous and uh carrot weather is the answer
0: uh i look out the window and i assume it will change immediately as i've done so it's a quantum thing as soon as you observe it it changes um I do use Carrot Weather. That's my default weather app. Um, I also rely a lot on Siri, especially on the HomePod, um, because I can just easily ask it for the weather. Um, And my Apple Watch, I'm trying to remember. I think the complication on there is now the weather Currently, it's the Apple Weather complication because it just seems ooh, to ooh, update ooh. faster than the Carrot Weather complication. Thanks, Apple. Um, so I, I tend to use kind of a mix, but on my iPhone, Carrot Weather definitely all day. I was a Dark Sky proponent for a super long time. I loved it, and I have the Carrot Weather layout that recreates the Dark Sky layout just because I like I like the way that looks and the way that works for me. I do try out other weather apps when they come along, uh, and I'll play around with them for a while, but. Yeah, I don't know. I've never found another one to replace it. So um, I think Apple's own weather app has gotten a lot better, but it's still not as good as Dark Sky was, in my opinion. Uh, a little too much flash, a little too uh, light on the substance at times. Um, but yeah, there. that's where I'm at. Guy, what about you? I
2: look at the window, too. Uh, <laughs> so when I'm, when I'm in Ottawa, I've got a, a whole bunch of windows, and I just look out, and it's either lovely or it is like in the winter very very cold uh i i really just check the temperature i don't worry too much about anything else uh when i'm in california there's no weather so it doesn't really matter i've never really gotten into uh fussing over the weather I have used and I really enjoy Carrot Weather and like Casey I'm sort of envious of like that as a project because <laughs> it seems really fun. It seems fun to write jokes for your software and have it so beloved. I think it's a terrific app and if anybody is really invested in the weather I think that's the one to go for just cuz it's fun and lighthearted and uh it's you know it's a topic that uh, you know it's not the news it's not cracking jokes about like the you know international news or anything dark. So that's really fun. Uh but me I just I uh, look at my watch. I see what temperature it is, and then I gauge, you know, if I want to wear a sweater or not. That's basically it. I feel like I'm letting you down, Casey, without any like <laughs> any detailed weather in uh, knowledge.
3: Oh, no, not at all. I mean, look at it this way. We uh, we haven't argued about Fahrenheit versus Celsius. That's a win. for no, no. Win. Oh, I was. Oh, we were Nolan, so close. We, we don't so have close time for this. <laughs> um, no, have no,
1: so no. For Thank you all for your answers on that. I also use carrot.
2: No, no, weather. We're avoiding it, but it's OK. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're avoiding it. But honestly, uh, does carrot weather crack jokes about that?
3: Not about that specifically, I don't think. Okay, maybe maybe
2: we can write him. We'll, 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 we'll have him outsource your conflict. Why don't you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Outsource
1: (laughs) your con. Oh, that's too real. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) there's, uh, international warfare in a nutshell. Anyway, um, yeah, I also use Carrot Weather to do my weather checking. Uh, like Guy, I'm pretty much just a temperature checker. Uh, like Guy, I also feel the same about California. Coming from Missouri, where um, one day it can be raining and the next day it's like, uh, very very hot. I almost said a temperature, but I don't want to do that. Um, and humid <laughs> oh, and gross. And then the next day it's <laughs> snowing and there's an ice storm outside. So I come from a place where there are seasons in like even shorter periods of time. And now living in California, it's like oh, it's another day where it's nice. it's warm and I can also wear a sweater. It's very odd. Anyway, uh, thank you all for your answers on that. Let us go to our next topic, which comes from Casey.
3: Yeah, so I was curious, you know, a lot a lot of us are traveling over the summer and some of us extremely imminently. Uh, what's one thing that you travel with that maybe it seems dumb, not doesn't have to, but maybe it seems dumb, but has maybe saved your bacon? And it doesn't necessarily have to be tech related, but, you know, something that that is perhaps a little unexpected that you stand by as being a, a compulsory part of your travel setup.
0: I was thinking about this because I feel like I've got several, um, but I was was struggling as always to bring them to mind. But the one thing that I do think of is I pretty much always carry a pair of nail clippers, just those cheap ones you can get in the drugstore, because not only are they useful when like inevitably you're on that plane flight, you're stuck in a middle seat. It's like, oh, man, I just got a hangnail. It's really bothering me. But you can use them For other things I've used You them clip like your nails cl- On a plane I was going to say You nightmare person <laughs> If you've ever had a hangnail And she's like This is really bugging me Whatever Who cares It's
1: one I'm oh sitting god. Next to the person oh Who pulls god. out their nail clippers oh And no. I'm just like Oh no but, This is
3: why I have teeth Dan <laughs> Oh god See that's we- even worse We've been friends For 15 <laughs> years And surgical. I
0: can't believe <laughs> Oh
2: wow But
0: it's also useful Because you can't Carry scissors usually With your yourself on an airplane And I have definitely Used nail clippers To like cut a, Like a loose thread thread or stuff like that or use the little like nail file thing to uh, as like a makeshift screwdriver like it's basically like a multi-tool you can carry with you so i i will take all your mocking but i will say i stand by it <laughs> i think there's <laughs> the other thing i i carry around with me that has saved my bacon personally is uh i've started carrying my own tea bags with me and my at least leaving some in my suitcase because oh, inevitably nice. i will end up at places that have a terrible like tea and I's like i need my caffeine in the morning uh and i don't want a bank i was at a hotel recently and all they had was green tea and i was like what are you doing to me people um and you can you can use your nail file to fashion a little fire to, that's right exactly <laughs> just in case yeah. Guys, yeah. That? i can get a little kettle yeah. on the boil there so there you go mm-hmm. i've i've taken the mockery but i'm sure someone else will have something even better <laughs> guy what's your brilliant suggestion
2: here oh i don't have any i'm not a gadget man i honestly i like the idea of nail files as like a, a crude and mostly harmless multi-tool I get it. Just don't cut your nails on planes, please. <laughs> uh, cause who knows where they go? Who cares? I'm not going to get into that. Uh, even though I'm disgusted, um, <laughs> I don't really have a great answer to this, except I take my passport everywhere, which does not sound like a dumb thing to take, except it kind of is in that, Like I, you know, once you've crossed the border, you don't need it that much, except, uh, in the U S it's really helpful to have your passport to actually prove identity because, uh, especially when i had <laughs> id from quebec it's all in french and uh people would look at me and kind of like they'd card me to get into someplace i'm i'm 48 year old man and i i look it. so <laughs> but they would still need some id I at, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like not aging as gracefully as I would, I would like to pretend but uh like they need id and if the id is in french they're like well whatever we don't trust you so that's annoying wow. so anyway basically i drag my passport around everywhere which is weird because if you lose your passport you're in a pickle but it uh, has really saved my bacon a whole bunch of times for just weird random things where I'd need ID when I wouldn't have expected to need it. For me,
1: it's going to be a USB to mini B cable, not micro B, but mini B, because twice now that cable has saved me because twice now I have forgotten some sort of Gadget or gizmo that I needed. And inevitably, at least up to this point, the sort of budget pick for the quick need that I had had a mini B connector on it mm. instead of uh, micro B. Now, at this point, I think it's mostly just trauma because the future has arrived. And at the very least, most of those budget cable or budget devices are going to be micro B or have even moved <gasps> to the future in our USB C. But I still carry that little mini bee with me just in case, just in case I end up needing it for something. And uh, perhaps it's my 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 safety blanket. Mini bee.
3: Mini bee. Isn't it? (laughs) Mini bee. (laughs) Mini
1: bee. Casey, round us out here.
3: Yeah, so I told you it doesn't have to be tech-related, but here I am. I'm going to say something tech-related. Uh, besides just the go-bag in general, and I, I thought about uh, getting on my soapbox about how you can uh, have a, a depurposed or decommissioned Apple TV, become a travel Apple TV, and I'm, I've am i turned into that guy. But actually, what I'm going to go with is something I learned from our mutual friend, uh, Quinn Nelson, and I think it was at the end of last year. He did a like gift guide video, uh, which I'll hopefully have a link in the show notes for you. Uh, it's a really good video, and he brought to my attention the GL-INET, GL-MG. MT133 or 1300 uh, VPN wireless little travel router, which is to say (laughs) it's a little travel uh, router. So... If you're in a position where you can plug into Ethernet, it's spectacular, but even still, you can use this to like get through the, what is it, captive portal is, I think, the term for it, yeah. where you have to like say, yes, I'm my last name is Liz, and I'm staying in room 123, and blah, 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 and then they'll finally bless you to get on the Internet. Well, it will let you do all these things within that router, and then to everything other than the router, it looks like you're at a normal Wi-Fi access point. And on top of that, it lets you cake in a VPN connections, say to your own house, so you can say, "Oh, whenever you know any of the devices are on this router, unbeknownst to them, they're going through the VPN in my house." So it's it's super nerdy, but I really I really like it. We used this when we went to uh, Disney World for my daughter's fifth uh, in January, and it worked out really really well. Uh, so it gets it gets my official okie dokie. Uh, I really I really like having that. Well,
0: wow. all right, that is four topics down. We have just enough time for a bonus topic and this week uh like say this show is brought to you by our brand new fantastic clockwise t-shirt which you can get and that's right it's available (laughs) this is our first t-shirt in a super long time it's available in a variety of colors with a spiffy new uh sort of stopwatch clockwise logo on it Uh, and you can find it at clockwise.social slash shirt and please pick one up it helps support the show and we really appreciate it all right, bonus topic time. What's your favorite in-flight snack, guy? Uh, beer. <laughs> <laughs> Fair
3: That's enough. a good answer. That's all you need to say. Cashews, <laughs> cashews for me, Casey. I don't, I don't really have a good answer for this. It's such a simple question. The only thing I can come up with is I really enjoy drinking apple juice on the plane, which is very unusual. Ooh, yeah. I, I really, typically, I drink way more Diet Coke than any human being should, um, but on the plane, I feel like I want something that's going to hydrate me a little better, and I know that like tomato juice is the old person thing to do, and I'm officially an old person, but yeah, apple juice, I find that that's a really nice way to hydrate a little bit and have something more interesting than water. Wow
0: uh pretzels for me Uh, i love a good pretzel uh, pretty much wherever i am so uh on the plane good place for it hey would you like to get ad free episodes with an extra overtime topic every week well you can by becoming a member of clockwise just go to relay.fm slash clockwise and you can sign up for just five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year and you'll help support the show in this week's overtime topic we are talking about banishing tech misinformation and with that we are at the end of the show with nothing remaining but to thank our fantastic guest this week guy english thank you so much for joining us thank you that was fun
1: casey list thank you for being here this week uh thank you gentlemen that was fun
0: And uh, Micah, we'll be back next week, however, at a special time and location. Uh, So keep your your eyes on the schedule and the clock, of course, because that's where all schedules are made. (gasps) But until then, we remind everybody listening out there, watch what you say. And keep
1: watching the clock. Bye, everybody.